Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. You don't have to look a certain way to feel good about yourself and be accepted. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative, which is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is unattainable aspiration. That's what we're going to talk about here today. Before we get into that, let me tell you, when I have a daily motivation text that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who is in my texting community, this message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. If you would like to receive that text, which you should, all you have to do is text me at the following number, 305-384-6894. And every day when I send out that daily motivation text, well, you will be a recipient. Another thing is for you to go to workwhenyourgame.net, all you business folks who are serious about increasing your income. And you understand that you cannot just hard work your way to making more money because you might be working as hard as you possibly can right now already, but you want to make more money. How do you do that? Follow the five shifts that I'm going to give you in this training. It's 45 minutes. It's free of charge. Just go to workonyourgame.net. There's nothing else you can do on the page, but get to that training. So go workonyourgame.net. The training is free. Now, with all that said, let's get into today's topic, which is unattainable aspiration. This is about mass media. What this is about is mass media selling you the dream that you can't get to, yet they just keep selling it to you because you're going to keep trying to reach it. Now, where I got this idea was. Uh, I was at a conference and I heard this woman named Jamie Kern Lima speaking. Now, Jamie is someone who is a she's in the cosmetics industry by Wikipedia. It says she's an entrepreneur, investor and media personality. She created this company called It Cosmetics, IT Cosmetics, and she became a chief CEO, chief executive officer of a L'Oreal brand and the first one in the company's history who was female. And that's Jamie Kern Lima. 
So I had never heard of Jamie before, but I heard her speaking at this conference and you know, she talked about a lot of stuff. A lot of it was very you know, feminine, believe in yourself. Don't let people tell you that you can't do this, can't do that. It was kind of a little bit of motivational. It wasn't rah-rah, but it was a motivational, kind of emotional, empathetic type of speech. Not necessarily my cup of tea, but I was listening to her enough that I even came up with this topic right here because I told y'all. One thing y'all got to know about me is I'm a sponge. I'm the type of person who can, you know, I can download a huge amount of information and I can extract little pieces of it and create my own information out of it. The reason that this show has so many episodes since 2016 every single day is because, not because I'm this just genius just coming up with these random ideas that pop up out of nowhere. It's because I synthesize information I get from all different places or experiences I get from all different places to come up with subjects. So Jamie Kern Lima, she gets credit for planting the seed of this episode, but I'm the one who grew the tree. All right, if y'all follow what I'm saying here. So Jamie, what she was doing, just telling her story, because again, I had never heard of this woman before I saw her at this conference. She was selling makeup products and she was getting rejections. She was selling her makeup products. She was trying to get her products. If any of you don't know how the retail industry works, when you create a product, you go reach out to the companies that sell the products in their stores and you try to get your product in there. So what they call the people who work for these companies are buyers. So let me give you an example. Let's just say that I created a, uh, like right now here, I'm holding in my hand a coaster. Like I put my water bottle on this coaster. So let's say I created the work on your game coaster and I want to sell this coaster in, I want Target to carry this coaster. I had to go to Target and I had to sell this coaster to Target. So they have people who work for Target. They're called buyers. And the buyer's job is to find the next products that Target should carry and sell in their stores. And the reason why I want to sell my coaster to Target is because they're Target. Now, how many stores does Target have? How many of you live within driving distance of a Target? All right, everybody. All right, all of you know where a Target is. So you want your product to be in Target, but to get in Target, you have to sell your stuff to get in Target. So there are 100 people trying to sell a coaster to Target. Target gets to pick whose product they want to carry in their stores. And even if you get bought by Target, so let's say I sell this coaster to Target, they might say, all right, Dre, you live in Miami, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to put your coasters in five Target stores just locally in the South Florida area. And if it does well locally, then we may go regionally. We might put your coaster in all the stores in Florida and South Carolina and Georgia. If it does well regionally, then we might do the whole East Coast. If it does well there, then we might put it in every store in the country. If it does well there, we might go worldwide. I don't know if Target is even international. But that's the process, just in a very, very general terms. So Jamie was creating makeup products, and she was trying to get her stuff carried by, not necessarily like Target, but she was trying to go to makeup companies, people who have all different types of makeups. And I don't know anything about the makeup industry, but let's say a company like Sephora, right? Any of you been in Sephora? They carry makeup products from all different companies, but you can't just go to Sephora and say, hey, sell my stuff. You got to get them to want to sell your stuff. So Jamie was making makeup products and she was trying to sell her stuff into these stores and she was getting rejections. And her rejections were around the topic of people were saying to her images, like her demonstration images, because you had to take pictures of or show images of what your product looked like on a model. And the people were saying to her, your images is a little bit too plain. They would tell her that if you want to sell makeup, Mrs. Kern Lima, you must use unattainable aspiration. That was the phrase that she was told by the makeup companies. So I want y'all to keep this game right here, that she was told by the makeup companies that the images that she was showing, the women in the pictures looked too plain. They looked too normal. They looked too everyday. They looked like everyday women. And that was not acceptable to the makeup companies. The makeup companies said to her, 
that if you want to sell makeup, you got to show pictures of women that look a certain way that most women will never be able to look like. That's how we are able to sell makeup. Did y'all catch what I just said? That's how they sell the product is by showing you something that you can never get to, or at least they think that you can never get to. And that's how they keep selling it to you because you're always striving to get there. Because Jamie is, and she talked about this in her speech. So this is not my words, but in her speech, she said, no, she is a, I wouldn't call her plus size, but she's not some skinny, thin, no European runway model size woman. She's not that size. You can look her up yourself. And the models that she used for her pictures looked like her everyday women who you might see walking around in a target. And she was getting rejected because people said, well, you don't look like the kind of person who's going to be able to sell makeup. As she said this, I immediately started taking notes and it planted the seed for what you're listening to right now. And the reason why I took notes on this, even though I'm not in the makeup industry, I'm not female and I don't have these body image issues that Jamie was having you know, poked at her when she was trying to sell her makeup company. And the happy ending to it is that she ended up selling her company for like a billion and a half dollars. So she ended up being right. That's how she ended up on the stage. So anyway, it all ended up working out for her. But this is how media, both traditional and social, sells you dreams to keep you paying, trying to reach something that they define as unreachable. Their whole game is to keep dangling the carrot in front of you but keeping it so far in front of you that you can't actually reach it, but close enough that you think you can so that you keep trying. This is the hustle right here. And we're going to talk about this. Let's get into it. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is unattainable aspiration, how mass media sells you dreams. Media is designed to show and tell you that you're not enough. That's what media is designed to do. It is designed to show you and tell you, sometimes directly and usually indirectly, that whatever you are right now, you are not enough. But if you just do this and buy this and try this, then you may be closer to being enough. Think about all the products. And this is especially true for targeting women when it comes to like body image and how you feel about yourself and how you look and how you will be perceived by men, specifically heterosexual women. That's what they do with the women. And when it comes to men, It's usually not about body image and how you look, but it's usually around your material possessions, your status, your level of power. No, what is your what is your position relative to other men? So that's what they target in men. They poke at those insecurities in men and then they poke at the visual insecurities in females. This is what mass media does. And if you look around at the products that are marketed to you, you'll see this all the time. Look around on social media. You'll see people doing it all the time indirectly. They don't even know they're doing it, but they're doing it. So think about all the products in the beauty industry, for example. For men, you have like hair replacement. So a lot of men feel insecure about the fact that they're losing their hair. So me, for example, I actually shave my head. If I didn't shave my head, I would actually have hair on my head. But it started to thin out just a little bit, probably around 2016. I got tired of going to the barbershop. That's why I started shaving my head. I didn't actually lose my hair in the traditional way. But men who do traditionally lose their hair, the hair actually falls out. They literally do go bald. They have male pattern baldness. A lot of men feel insecure about that. So the hair replacement industry is all about addressing that insecurity. Or when it comes to women, you have the fitness industry. Like, again, the traditional model is this thin woman with this hourglass shape and this body that many women will never be able to get to no matter how much time they spend in the gym. Right. So to the makeup industry, to nutrition, so people can be the right weight or anything that has to do with the body. This is especially targeted towards females, but men as well. And all of these products are sold by first doing what? What's the first thing they do? They twist the knife inside of you by reminding you, not telling you, but reminding you there's something not right or not good enough about you. That's how they start. That's how they open the conversation. 
Then while you're in that vulnerable state, they sell you something. And this works. This is how the beauty industry works. This is how the fitness industry works. And this is one way that I can give positive props to the positive body image movement, especially for women. The positive body image where they take a woman who is not the traditional model type and they put that woman out there as, hey, this is this is okay too. I'm not always okay with it, but one positive thing I can say about it is this, is that when the female directed companies will hire and promote models who are not traditionally model size, they'll even get plus size women and put them on a billboard or an ad and say, hey, this is okay. One thing that I can praise about that idea is that I do understand their intention, even though some people push back against it. And I have even pushed back against it at times. Their intention is to let people know, look, you don't have to look a certain way to feel good about yourself and be accepted. That I actually agree with. I agree with that, that you don't have to have a certain body type to be accepted and be okay. While at the same time, the pushback is we shouldn't be pushing this as if like everybody should aim to be that and then just say it's okay. Because some of these people, like this become like a medical issue for you if you just stayed that size. So it's, I get it on one hand, but I, on the other hand, I'm pushing back at the same time. Everybody follow what I'm saying here? So I give them credit just for that small piece of it. Everybody get what I'm saying? So it's the equal and opposite reaction to what we have all been shown and what we've all seen over the years. And so in that way, I understand it. But moving on to point number two, today's topic, once again, is unattainable aspiration. This is how mass media sells you dreams and keeps you paying. It's basically like a continuity program to keep you trying to chase this dream. Number two, even though they show you this image of what you cannot attain, here's what the mass media also tells you right after they tell you something that you can't get to. They say, well, look, if you pay us, i.e. buy this product or program or service, we will help you become enough. All right. So you can't have the body of a Kendall Jenner or a Kim Kardashian. But if you buy this product, you can get close to having a body of Kendall Jenner or Kim Kardashian. See, this is the next step. See, once you get a person feeling weak, vulnerable and embarrassed about their state, whether that's a man and you're making him feel weak, vulnerable and embarrassed about uh, his lack of money or that he doesn't have the nice car, or he doesn't have the nice girl, or he doesn't have the status relative to other men or a woman feeling vulnerable about her looks or her weight. Here's the next thing you do. Next thing you do is you sell them the thing that will solve the problem. We fix the situation just by this. This is why celebrities get lots of work done on their faces and their bodies, stuff that they don't publicize the work they did on their faces and their bodies. And then what do they do? They turn around and sell you that you need to look like them so that you can be more perfect like they are. I mean, they're the famous person. They're the one with all the money. They're the one with the guy or the girl or in the car and the fame and the attention and the followers. So if you could be more like them, then you'll be good. But see, they got some artificial results that you don't even know that they got. And you're trying to chase it the natural way when they didn't even do it the natural way. But they got you chasing after something that is unattainable because, again, they didn't even get it the way that you're going after it. They're playing a different game than you, not even telling you that they're playing a different game, but the whole time charging you money to go after what they have or what they appear to have. This is the hustle. The truth is they didn't get to where they are by natural means, but you are thinking something's wrong with you because you can't get there by natural means. You see how that's a hustle? So they make it appear that they got there naturally. You're trying to get there naturally. No matter what you try, you can't get it. No matter how much stuff you buy, you can't reach where they're at. And they're just standing there looking at you like, hey, come on, keep trying. But they didn't even get there naturally. So you're trying to play the game in a way that they didn't even play the game, which is 10 times harder for you. And they keep charging you to try to reach where they're at. And they're not even telling you the real truth. This is the hustle of the business. And this has been going on forever. Social media made it easier for, for more people to get involved. 
But social media did not create this. This is not a social media thing. This is a media thing. Social media is just a form of media. And the bridge between you reaching where they're at is you buying whatever product that they're selling. So buy these clothes, buy these shoes, buy this makeup, buy this program, buy this coaching, and I'll help you become more perfect or get closer to being perfect like me. When the truth is you will never get there. That way they have a consistent perpetual revenue stream coming out of your pocket because you'll never attain the goal. See, if you attain the goal, you don't need to keep buying from them. But if you never attain the goal, you got to keep buying. You see the hustle? See, this is why the show is called Work On Your Game, because I'm pointing out to you all what the game actually is so you don't get hustled. But the hustling is always going on. This is the way that the media lies to the public by omission. This is a lie of omission. They're not directly lying to you. They just don't tell you certain things. And if nobody asks the question, then they're technically not lying by not telling you. You get it? This phenomenon tends, again, to affect females more than it affects males, but it is tried on everyone. Moving on to point number three. Today's topic, once again, is unattainable aspiration. This is how mass media sells you dreams. Number three, there is nothing wrong with working on yourself or working on your game, but you should not be working on yourself or working on your game because of what anyone or everyone else says about you or tries to plant in your mind about you. Don't work on your game for that reason. Work on your game because you want to. Do it for yourself and the value of your own self-esteem. So, for example, I did not like when Gatorade did that ad about a new Gatorade product and they had this woman who clearly does not go to the gym as their model for the advertising. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. This woman doesn't work out. I just said, well, how is she doing an ad for a product called Gatorade Fit when she is not fit? She doesn't go to the gym consistently. So why are they using her in the ad? All that was was just trying to get some woke feminist points. That's all that was. They were not really trying to sell their product based on that advertisement. And I know they weren't. That's disingenuous. And that's nothing but, again, they're just trying to get a brownie point from certain you know, movements. That's political pressure. That's not marketing. That ad didn't sell any Gatorade. But it does not mean that a woman that size can't buy some Gatorade and go join the gym. Now, I'm not saying that that woman shouldn't exist and that she can't go buy some Gatorade. But Gatorade did not become Gatorade by selling to that audience. So this woman, a woman who's the size of that woman who was in that ad, she was obese. She should buy some Gatorade and go to the gym, but don't do it because, don't even do it because I said it. You should do it because you want to do it. She should do it because she wants to do it for her own self-esteem and for her own self-value and personal betterment. That's the reason why she should do it. Not because of what somebody else said. Not because the media told you something's wrong with you or anything like that. So my challenge to you, listener, is for you to start looking at the images and things that you see in media not as prescriptions for what you should do, but looking through them to see who they're actually targeting and how they're actually targeting them. This is how you start noticing the game. This is the skill of discernment that I've been talking about. This is the way that my mind has been trained to work because I am a marketer. So I will notice any messages. I notice messages and try to figure out exactly what are these people doing? What's the thought process behind why they put this thing together? Who are they really targeting? What are they really trying to put in the mind of that person to move them to action? Because companies that do mass media marketing, let's say they're in Vogue magazine or they're running a bunch of ad campaigns or they have uh, commercials on TV, those things are not cheap. So if a company is able to spend that kind of money on that kind of marketing and advertising, they're probably making money off of what they're doing, which means it's working. So if it's working, I want to know why it's working. Again, this is just the way that I look at things and try to figure out what's the real game being played here. I don't just look at things for their entertainment value. I want to know what's really happening. If I keep seeing an ad over and over and over again, that means that ad must be converting and making the money. That's why they keep paying for it because ads are not free. So anytime you see the same advertisement over and over again, best believe that ad is converting and making that company money because that's the only way they can keep investing in it. Everybody following me? 
And at the same time, I must admit that a really good marketing message will bypass my logical sensitivities in my brain and have me thinking that they might be talking to me. Good marketing is still good marketing. All right. So even though I try to objectively look at advertising and marketing as if they are talking to me, try to figure out what they're trying to do. If it's really good marketing, I won't even notice. I won't even be able to do that because they'll be talking to me so much. And I'm like, damn, I need to go buy that product. Right? That happens too. Because good marketing is good marketing. And the game is the game. You got to recognize the game for what it is. So with that said, let's recap today's class, which is unattainable aspiration. This is how mass media sells your dreams. This woman named Jamie Kern Lima talked about this at a conference I was at and how they told her that you need to sell unattainable aspiration. That's the only way you can sell makeup. She ended up proving them wrong and herself right, sold her company for a billion dollars. The rest became history. Point number one, media is designed to show and tell you that you are not enough. All right, from hair replacement to money to fitness to a body image, this is what the, the media, the all media, traditional media, social media, marketing media, all of it is sold by twisting the knife and telling you what's wrong with you. And then while you're in a vulnerable state, then they sell you something. Point number two, but if you pay them, they'll help you become something else. That's really the next step is they get you to feel vulnerable and feel like you're not enough. Then when you're in that weak state, then they sell you something. That's the whole deal. All right. Make somebody feel weak, vulnerable and embarrassed. And then you sell them or right, buy this car or you know, buy this makeup product or get this fitness waist trainer and we'll solve your problem. You no longer feel vulnerable. You no longer feel like you're not enough. This is the entire hustle. And what I tell you in yesterday's episode about propaganda, get people feeling emotional and that's when you move them to action. Point number three, nothing wrong working on yourself, but don't do it because somebody told you to do it or you saw it in a commercial. Do it because you want to do it. Do it for your own personal growth and your own personal worth. What you want to see in a mirror for yourself, not because somebody else told you to do it. So this requires you to be more objective and discerning about the messages you're seeing in the media because the media will control your mind if you allow it to. You can still look at media, but you have to train your mind and set your mind to think differently about the messages that you are seeing. And you're not looking at them as prescriptions for your life. You're looking at them and you're just trying to discern what they're really doing. So maybe you can start using this stuff to your own benefit and your own advantage moving forward. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation message free of charge every single day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And go to workonyourgame.net for all you business-minded folks who are interested in making more money in your business. I will show you the five shifts that you need to get to the next level financially in your business, understanding that you cannot just hard work your way to more success. You're already putting out all the hard work you possibly can. That's at workonyourgame.net. It's completely free. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.